Episode 11 of podcast, Neil and Mike here. We wear our sunglasses at night on this podcast, not because we're cool, but it's fucking dark out. Really? Like, this is the time, time of year where we get next to no sunlight. Oh, yeah. Like, I, when I was picking up my daughter from school today around, it's just after 3.30, coming home, I had to put my sunshade down in my car because the sun was setting right in front of me. Good it's like God. it's insane it's, it's just insane. stupid thankfully at, at the time of recording it's the 17th of december it is about 9 30 in the evening my time 10 30 your time ontario time we are not too far away from the shortest daylight hours of the year december 21st and what how much sunlight do we actually get that day not fucking enough (laughs) but the good news is after that the days get longer again and it gets measurable like literally like by the time end of january comes along there's going to be a marked increase in the daylight that we get from the end of December to end of January. And it's just going to keep improving and improving. And I know there are a lot of people out there that deal with like, you know, seasonal depression disorder, you know, stuff like that. And, uh, but Holy cow, I'm feeling it. I don't know what it is this year. Maybe it's 2020 in general. <laughs> I, I, well, I think it's that. And I actually, well, I noticed it sig- uh, significantly now because I work in my office, which is in my basement. And my basement's a walkout, so I do have windows down here, and I can see out into my backyard and all that. And I don't turn any lights on during the day because it's all mm. sunlit. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes I keep my door closed. If I'm on a phone call, I just don't want the noise traveling upstairs, all that. But when I'm done work, usually between 5 and 5.30, I open my door, and my basement's pitch black, and I can't see anything. Yep, totally. Because it's so dark already. It's insane. Yeah, insane. it is. So... It is what it is. There's nothing you can do except bitch and moan about it if you want to, but eh, so be it. It's not going to change anything. No. But a little bit of good news to start off the podcast. Mike and I had a discussion earlier, and we have come to some agreements in regards to our virtual hangouts that we mentioned a couple of episodes ago. So in regards to those virtual hangouts, some pretty important news. We are going to be hosting the virtual hangouts on the evenings of December 27th, 28th, and 29th. We're going to be hosting those virtual hangouts on Zoom. Now, if you want to take part in those hangouts, you can contact me or Mike on any of the platforms we've mentioned before. So you can do Facebook for me. Uh, You can hit us up on the podcast page on Facebook. You can hit us up on Instagram. Just look up podcast. You can hit us up on Twitter. Mike is on Mike underscore podcast. You can hit me up at Neil underscore podcast. You can look up just podcast on Twitter. You can go to our webpage that Mike has put a crap ton of time on. It's a piece of shit. It's a pet project. Give the guy a break. <laughs> Even my wife thinks it's a piece of shit. <laughs> the great thing is she's listening to the podcast now so i know she's gonna hear this and have a good chuckle out of it and i say she when she says it's a piece of shit she's just kidding she just she says it with love 
it's with love and it's very reminiscent of like a 1996 GeoCities website when the internet was barely the internet as we know it today. And we say this hoping that it drives you to the website. Yeah, <laughs> but you can go to the website, uh, check out like the contact us, you know, send us a note by all means, either way that you want to contact us, that's fine. But ultimately the best way is to email us. If you go and email us bods, B-A-H-D-S at bodcast.com, send us a note and it doesn't have to be anything major. Just say, I want in, you know, yeah. count me in something simple. That's great. Let us know what date you want to be included. Even better, we will keep you posted. We will send you a link to the Zoom date or the Zoom meeting and the date that you want to be included. And we'll go from there. We're looking at hosting these meetings at, I believe it's going to be 10 p.m. Ontario time. Uh, because realistically, Mike's got a family. I've got a family. We've got stuff going on. Yeah, it's in between Christmas and New Year's, and we want to hang out with you guys, but families come first. Absolutely. So we're going to do what we can, but realistically, keeping that in mind, 10 p.m. is going to work the best in Ontario time. Adjust to the time zone that you live in, and we'll go from there. And I'm kind of looking forward to it. We'll see what happens. We're only going to be hosting them for about an hour. I mean, we'll see how it goes. Yep. Depending on what happens, we'll, we'll have a chat. We might have a chance to play a game. We'll go from there. Yeah, just casual hangout, just like a few butts hanging out at the bar together. Yeah, if you want to have a drink, have a drink. If you want to partake in, in something a little bit stronger, that is completely up to you. Nothing illegal, please. Just saying. Yeah, no nose candy. No, no, no schneef. No schneef. No. Although, if you want to partake in letter, Kenny, not no going to argue. Goal, no, no field goals from the 50-yard line. No, no. <laughs> but, uh, but otherwise, yeah, send us an email, please. We've got a couple people uh, that have already contacted us. And if you feel like you just want to drop by, but you're not sure what evening, send us an email anyway. Yep. It's just going to be a pretty relaxing hangout, you know. It'll be nice to hopefully see some of the bods that we haven't had a chance to really, you know talk to in a while or whatever the case may be yeah and feel free to like pop in for five or ten minutes too if you only got five or ten minutes and oh hell yeah we're not expecting you to stay around for a whole hour unless you really want to hang out with us but i mean i'm surprised anybody even listens to this friggin' thing for like the 45 minutes or whatever so <laughs> remember we were thinking this thing was going to be like 15 20 minutes long oh god that went out the window i think that went out the window when we did our preview pilot preview episode when we said 10 minutes and i think it was like 18 yeah done <laughs> toast yeah yeah apparently we've got stuff to talk about that's kind of cool i mean who to thunk it i don't know if i would have called it but <laughs> no <laughs> I, I i think somebody mentioned earlier today uh they brought up the whole love boat episode yep so the fact that people are actually listening and already bringing up past episodes is a little bit cool and concerning at the same time. I should have called it the love boat. I called it, we called it the boat episode. Yeah, but the love boat would have been. Oh, swinging a miss, McFarland. Right? Jeez. <laughs> right? So Wait. speaking of love, I have to mention this. I absolutely love our new segment, Cash or Trash. Oh, I think it's hilarious. <laughs> absolutely hilarious. 
we had our first poll go out and the results are in. But I think before we discuss the results of the poll, we should make a little bit of time for our sexy intro for it. You ready? Let's hear it, man. Okay. And now, it's time for Cash or Trash. The results for last week's episode of Cash or Trash are in, and it was pretty much a landslide. Interesting. Almost 86% of people complete trash for the KFC and viral log. <laughs> now, what were some of the comments that, that you saw? Like, I saw comments on Twitter and stuff like that saying, like, same thing, like, trash or great hokey gift. Like, uh, I would Yeah, and that, and that was pretty much it. And honestly, what was more interesting than that is I included a photo of it, or was, no, the link, I believe it was, yes. to Canadian Tire where I found it. And by the way, it retails, we weren't too far off on the price. It actually retails for $19.99 a Canadian tire. Oh, so now you know what? Cause we were thinking what? 24 99, like it? 25 bucks. Yeah. Yeah. 1999. Kind of changes my opinion. Just a tad. Just not enough tad. for me to still not call it <laughs> trash. Um, but my point is, if you really want a good read, you just Google KFC and Virolog and go and read the reviews on those websites. Not just KFC, because it's available at Walmart, too. Oh, my God, it's priceless. Oh, I, I, yeah, when you find these obscure, uh, these obscure gifts, like there's one, is it, there's gummy bears that are made by a certain company. Yeah. Um, that when you go on Amazon, they're known to give you like, extreme diarrhea and if you go on amazon and read the reviews for these gummy bears it is absolutely hilarious just well, hilarious if it makes you feel any better we are not reviewing those gummy bears this week no what are no. we reviewing this week? Yeah. this week's product comes to us straight from amazon go figure <laughs> it yeah, is uh, the type of product that's near and dear to my heart it's one of these stress relief products now, I, I mean, I don't know about you. I've got a couple of different te- of stress relief products, usually in my office at work or around the house, something like that, right? Yeah. And this is along the lines of like a stress relief ball or a putty or something like that. Okay. Now, it's a bright green stress relief putty. Yes. It comes in this fancy looking metal container. Okay. Uh, it, it would retail pretty easily. Like you could see this container up at the front of a store, up near the till or something like that. It's even scented. Ooh, what does it smell like? I, I, I think I'll spoil it by telling you the name of the product. Okay. And then I would like your reaction. Okay. The name of this product is called the Dill Dough. And dill is D-I-L-L, and then the word dough, as in bread dough. <laughs> it smells like dill pickles. It doesn't smell like dick? <laughs> Not unless your dick smells like dill pickles. <laughs> and hey, if it does, go consult your doctor, please. Yes, please. <laughs> Dildo. Dildo, and it's a stress relief product. So it's 
so it's like Plato. Yeah, it's but like not, it, not the same consistency as Plato. Like no, I it looks more yeah. like almost like silly putty type consistency. Okay. <laughs> like, <laughs> how much does it retail for? Uh, I I will find that out for you. But I guess on initial reaction, I'm thinking. Yeah, I've got a lot of thoughts on this now. Well, I'm let's hear. To, I'm going to try to keep the same perspective that i had with the kfc log okay so as a joke gift absolutely 100 percent. that is picture perfect i can see that giving that to anybody and getting a great laugh out of it i don't i've never used that sort of product for stress relief like i've i like the little stress balls um okay yeah i also like fidget spinners Oh, that's so two years ago, but I, I get know, it. right? Yeah. But so here's what, and, and here's why I say that I'm kind of getting off topic here. When I like working at home and being on Zoom calls or whatever calls you're on all day, everyone's multitasking. I don't care what anybody says. Even if you're yeah. on video, you're still multitasking. So I find if I have it, I'm using both my hands to spin it. Yep. So I'm, I'm literally focusing and paying attention to the person that's talking while not compromising that by using my hands to type and do other stuff. So it's actually a way to remove distraction. Anyway, I can't envision using something like that for stress relief though. Well, I found the product again on Amazon. By the way, it retails right now. It's on sale. Ooh. Uh, It is regularly priced $20.86. Oh, shit. It is on sale right now for $19.16. Oh, fuck off. So you save a whole $1.70. Okay. Um, Here is the full name for it, according to Amazon. Ready? Yep. Dildo Stress Reliever Putty Dash Stress Relief Toys for Girlfriends, Funny Pickle Gifts, Stocking Stuffers for Adults, Stocking Stuffers for Women, Dill Scented Stress Putty Weird. So they're literally just trying to game the search. They're, yeah. Uh, they're throwing shit at a wall and seeing what sticks. You know, you know what? If, like, fuck them for that sale. That's not a sale. Like, I know. And that price, $20 yeah. for a putty that you could go to the dollar store for and probably pay a buck or two. Here, here's what's even worse. It's not a prime product, so you've got to pay six bucks in change for shipping. Oh, jeez. Yeah. <laughs> as, as, our, as our bod, Jono, would say, that's fucking fit for the pit. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, now, I don't know if this will sway you at all. There's one added feature to this product I did not mention. <laughs> a putty feature, okay. Yeah. This dildo glows in the dark. This is kid's putty. Like, it's kid's putty. I literally, like, I bought stuff like this for my daughter. And it wasn't called dildo. (laughs) I could see that little fucking smirk. (laughs) Oh, God. I'm going to go to hell. Uh. But I've literally bought, it comes in a circle metal canister. Yeah. It's green. Yeah. And it's putty-like. They called it slime, but it wasn't slime. It was very much putty-like. And it glowed in the dark, and I think I paid six ninety nine for it. 
So I guess ultimately the question is, would you buy this dildo? Neil? Yes. I'm going to have to pass on buying this dildo. So you're going to say trash this dildo? I'm going to say trash this dildo, Neil. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think this dildo is trash. Um, I get this, this product very much smacks of like five to seven years ago where everything was either like dill pickle, bacon, or like birthday cake scented yeah. or flavored, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so it's that type of novelty product. And even then, five to seven years ago, when th- that type of phase was going on, yep. there was more creative products than this. So it's a trash for me too. I just, I, I don't get it. I, I, I get the idea of the product in general, uh, like that stress putty type thing. That, sure. I'm not going to say that doesn't appeal to me, sure. But this specific one, no. If it not, was like five or six bucks, sure. Like yeah. great little gay gift, no problem. 20 bucks on putty. And yeah. I bet you like. Plus shipping and handling. Right, plus shipping and handling. You're, like, you're basically paying for someone who made up a clever name. That's literally what I think you're paying for. Yeah. Is the word dildo on a container. And in a post-COVID world, which hopefully will be coming soon, if you were in a work environment using this product, do you want your hands just reeking of dill and then going into, say, like an impromptu meeting and then shaking somebody's hand? And then I'm saying, like, oh, what's that smell? It's like, oh, sorry, I was playing with my dildo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, no, thank you. So hey, well. I, you and I are both in agreement. We, <laughs> yeah. we are against the dildo. Yeah. And Fuck the dildo. <laughs> Ew. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> um, but we will leave it up to the masses. So we will put up a poll on Saturday about the yeah. dildo. And we will get the, the, the people's opinion on said dildo. And I don't know how many more times we can say dildo, but dildo. <laughs> Ta-da. That's the end of this week's Cash or Trash, folks. So there you go. Uh, the other thing that we wanted to talk about uh, in this first half of podcast this week was something a little bit Christmas-related with a bit of a twist. So, for the most part, our Christmas conversations have been pretty, you know, upbeat, you know, our three favorite type things and stuff like that. But me and Mike were talking, and this week we determined that we wanted to kind of have a conversation about some disturbing Christmas stuff. So, we decided to go with like three of our, what we think anyway, most disturbing Christmas songs or movies. And it, it might get a little bit dark here. Some of it might not be as dark as what you think. But I think it's worth having the conversation because some of this stuff, obviously, it, it might trigger some people. <laughs> um, some of it's going to be laughable because it's just yes. going to be stupid. <laughs> yes. It's going to be like, oh, well, this frightened me as a kid. Yes. But I would love to hear what you have on your list because I've got a small list put together, Mike, but I would love to hear what you got on yours. So what do you yeah. got for me? So number one, 
And I think probably most people maybe feel the same way about this. And it's a song. I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus. I totally get it. Cause it's like, is, uh, is mommy cheating on daddy? Is daddy dressed up as Santa as a fetish, for example? Just I, there's, it's playful. I get it. It's 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 good holiday cheer and fun, but there's always been something to it where it's just kind of like you kind of have that like ew like yeah. When well, yeah, I totally get it too because when you were younger, it has that element of you don't quite understand the innuendo of the song, right? So it sounds like there's that like cheating part of it, right? But then as you get a little bit older and you kind of catch the comedy a little bit more behind it and the innuendo, then you get more of that ooh factor to it. Yep. And that's just gross. Yeah, I agree. So I totally get where you're coming from with that. It is a little disturbing. And I'm going to double check, but I feel like... And what my favorite Christmas album of all time called a very, I think it's called a very special Christmas. It came out in the eighties. Yeah. It's like all these eighties rock stars and pop stars doing songs. I'm pretty sure that song is on there and it was done by Madonna. No, Madonna did Santa baby. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, which is creepy on its own. That's like, again, like they definitely played to that song with Madonna at that time. Oh, God. I mean, that song in general, and that that was an honorable mention for me, but that song in general, like, the Eartha Kit one wasn't bad. Like, the original version. Um, The tone of her voice, and, you know, fine. Sure. But that Madonna version, she has this, like, weird, like, Betty Boop. Yeah, like, this weird, like, Betty Boop cartoonish-type tone going on. It's just so wrong. Like, are you trying to be, like, younger than you are and she was already young at that point too like just i don't know just i agree that's yeah definitely an honorable mention for myself as well um mine is going to be a little bit of a stretch but stay with me on this one yeah are you familiar with run dmc's christmas and hollis is that on a very special christmas too uh it might be I'm not familiar with, with that album as much as you are, but the reason, the reason I bring it up, it's not because that track disturbs me. That is a Christmas classic. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that track. Yeah, Christmas and Hollis, that's the song yeah. that's on that album. But if you're familiar with that song, it has that very distinctive horn section yep. included in that. That horn yep. section was sampled from a song called Backdoor Santa. That was released in 1968 by an artist named Clarence Carter, I believe it was. Yeah. And if you ever go back and listen to that original track, it is one of the creepiest freaking songs ever. There is a reason why they don't play this song on the radio. Some of the lyrics in that song include, and I've got it pulled up here, I ain't like old St. Nick. He don't come but once a year. I make all the little girls happy. It is just cringe-inducing and wrong. That was in 1968. So that has to be 
one of the most disturbing Christmas related things I've ever heard. So yeah, that one's just bad. So that one's like one of my top ones. Yep. So anyway, let's, let's hear your next one. My number two. And I, I, we, we kind of talked about this one, I think a while ago too. Bad Santa. Yeah. Yeah. That one's disturbing, but let's hear your reasoning for it. I don't know if it's as much as like it's it's the it's kind of revolved around Christmas, but it just never seems to get better. Like I don't know, it just it's it just I I watch it and it's it seems like just a very depressing movie. It's kind of like Christmas with the Cranks. It just yep. seems like a really depressing movie. And for me, like it's not disturbing or anything like that, but it's just kind of like. I get it. It's a type of humor. Maybe it's just not my type of humor or my type of story, but eh, I could do, I could, I can do without it. I get it. I mean, Billy Bob Thornton kind of plays this pseudo anti-hero and kind of equate it to, to a character that like you and I would probably more closely be familiar with. It's, it's almost like a spin-off of like a stone cold type character, but just yeah. really sad. That's it. Yeah. It's a sad clown. Yeah. It's a sad clown. Yeah. So I get it, but there is some, some humor in there and I get it because oh, sure. humor, humor is very subjective. So if that's not your type of comedy, yeah, I could see yeah. definitely how it's, it's going to fall humor. flat. Yeah. And it's going to totally fall flat. Yeah, I get it. But I like, I, I get the movie. I 100% get it. It's just not my cup of tea. Yeah. So No, I totally I, get it. That's my number two. Mine is going to probably actually make you laugh for how ridiculous it is. All right. Uh, the Smurfs Christmas special. Okay. I don't know if you remember watching this as a kid. Probably, but it's not something that... You, you need to go back and rewatch this thing. Okay. And I swear, whoever wrote this thing was probably hopped up on something. Because I don't know how they got this thing past whatever executive. I think it was out on NBC back in the day. What year did it come out? Oh, this would have been like... 80s? Mid-80s. Yeah. Mid to late 80s. That that explains it. Yeah, right. That literally explains it. The whole premise of the movie is that a couple of children get kidnapped and held hostage. Like there is nothing Christmas related about that whatsoever. <laughs> and the only way that they can save is that the Smurfs have to go and like sing. Oh. Like there is nothing. So if you're a kid watching this, like even the Grinch had something Christmas related to it. Sure. Yeah. But this Smurfs thing is just weird and twisted. And they got kidnapped from, or yeah, their grandfather was involved. And it turns out the grandfather was just as evil or worse than like the main villain in the Smurfs, which was Gargamel. It's like, oh, God, come on. Sounds like a great premise for it. Oh, yeah. It's great family viewing. <laughs> just garbage. Anyway, so that's my number two. Yeah. Maybe I shouldn't check it out. Maybe I'll check out some clips on YouTube. I bet you people. Yeah. Are kind of, and if you're going to check it out, don't let your kid watch it. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> um, my number three. Yeah. Again, kind of a reach, 
And it kind of hurts my own feelings that I put it on here because it is my favorite Christmas movie, A Christmas Story. Yeah, I kind of get it, though. So it's only really for one specific part. Okay. And it's at the end when it is just the blatant racism against Chinese culture. Like, just... And I know the movie's set, it's supposed to be set back in the 50s, and that's a different time, and I totally get it. And then, like, Christmas, again, Christmas Story is my favorite movie of all time. There's yeah. some other stuff in there, too, where it's kind of like, uh, again, but it, it's, it, it's reflecting of what it was like in the 50s, so maybe I'm off on this. But that scene at the end, like, when I was a kid, I, I hate to admit it, I had no context. I thought it was funny, because they're singing, and they're singing differently than they normally sing and they cut the the duck's head off and all of that sort of stuff yep and then like as you get older and you watch it, it's just like oh oh that's how is that in a movie like it just like when i when i got old enough to understand it i just was like blown away that that made it into a movie yeah i totally get it and i mean while some people would argue that We've become too sensitive. I take it as a sign that we as a society, for the most part, have evolved. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I know the scene you're talking about because I love that movie too. And yeah. uh, I can't disagree with you. Like, it, it, if you go to watch it now, as great as the movie is in general, that's that type of scene where you cringe inside yeah. watching it. Yeah. And I get it. It's a movie. It's not real. It is yeah. playing up on stereotypes and all of that. But it just, for a movie that, like, just for me, like, kept riding, like, a really good high throughout the whole movie. Like, I thought it was hilarious. The story was, was awesome and all of that. Like, at the end, when it just, like, you end it like that, it's just kind of like, oh, yeah. why? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I totally and get it. That's my number three. Well, my number three, I think, is going to be a a pretty obvious choice, um, especially given the era it came out, the age I was when I watched it. Yep. Gremlins. Would you, I've never thought of Gremlins as a Christmas movie. Gremlins is totally a Christmas movie. I, I, I hey listen i saw love actually come up on the christmas movie list on crave tv i trust your categorization of movies now yeah yeah gremlins, <laughs> gremlins is totally a christmas movie Interesting. um and if you go back and rewatch it you'll see why yeah uh the first one anyway but when you think about it and what happens in gremlins in terms of say um the exposure to water the feeding after midnight, the creatures yep. turning into those ugly green, you know, things and yep. the rampaging and the violence and all that other stuff. And then watching that as a kid, that, that's pretty frightening when you're watching that for the first time. It's pretty intense. Yeah. So, see, like this little cute little thing that's named Gizmo and he's like, <laughs> Gizmo's awesome. Oh, totally. But some of those other buggers can just have oh, right yeah. off. Yeah. So, big time. so yeah. Big time. So that's my top three. Uh, there were some other ones too, like a couple honorable mentions I had. Um, 
two of my favorite Christmas songs as well, but they're, when you think of the context of them, just completely heartbreaking, which is why I had them on the list. Like uh, one of my favorite all time Christmas songs, happy Christmas wars over John Lennon. Um, Just kind of disturbing for the context of the lyrics. Yep. Right. Uh, Same with, uh, do they know it's Christmas? Yeah, that's, uh, that's, that's the, that's the one song I hear, like, when you hear it at the holidays, it's just kind of heartbreaking. Yeah, it is. But at the same time, you catch yourself singing them. Yep. Right? Very true. So, so yeah. Um, with that, we should take a break. We'll yes. come back for uh, the second part of podcast, And the entire second part of podcast is going to be this really weird idea of a game that I came up with today. <laughs> um, we will explain it in a moment. And the fact that Mike is laughing already. <laughs> It's going to be fun. It's going to be so messed up. (laughs) We'll be back in a minute. All right. All right. So back for part two of podcast and the second half, we are dedicating strictly to a game that we came up with today. And this game came about in a pretty serendipitous way. So I came up with this tweet earlier today that I sent out. And here's the tweet word for word. Willing to bet Burl Ives smelled of cheap bourbon, stogies, and piss. (laughs) I have nothing to base this on. Just a gut feeling. Great voice, (laughs) though. Classic Christmas jams. Yeah. Uh, Some people liked it, which is great. You know, just taking, no pun intended here, just taking a piss, right? You know, just putting yeah. it out there just to see what happened. Of course, of um, course. A couple of people stepped up, and you know what? More power to them. They kind of, you know, pushed back a little bit. Yeah. And that's fine. I was just trying to be funny. Yeah. Um, and they're like, and, and you know what? Bless him. Sibby stepped up. More power to you, Sibby. And he's like, you know what? No, I'm willing to bet he, he smells like, uh, what did he say? Cinnamon, vanilla, and candy canes. I think we need a poll. So Ooh. we started the poll and I set it for one day. Uh, right now we've only got 12 votes, but all 12 votes are for me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Sibby. Sorry, Sibby. Um, but that led to the thought we should turn this into a game. So we're doing the first ever edition of what do they smell like? <laughs> <laughs> and this edition is going to be a Christmas edition. So yeah, all as, as we do are real or fictional. Uh, we're going to go back and forth. We've got three people each and we're going to take a wild guess. And obviously we're just farting around here. Really? Yeah. Uh, we have no idea what these characters or people smell like, but we're going to try and get creative with it. Yep. So, um, Mike, do you want uh, do you want me to ask you first, or do you want to ask me first? I will ask you first. Okay. Neil. Yes. Who do you got? All right. I've got a name here. Whenever you're ready. Hear it. Okay. Uh, oh, I've got a few. I want to give you a good one. Okay. Here we go. I'm going to throw you a little bit of a curveball. Yeah. Okay. Mine's actually, in wrestling terms, a tag team. Okay. Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern, but as the guys from Home Alone. From Home Alone. 
What do you think they smell like? <sighs> Definitely darts. They okay. both smoke heavy darts. Darts? 100%. What and they probably smell extra stinky because it's so cold every time we see them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, so you're darts, thinking darts? Darts 100%. Joe Pesci's got a, he's definitely got a mix of coffee in there. 100%. Okay. That's probably like not a bad coffee. call. Like cheap yeah, coffee dark. too. Yeah, well, 100% in a styrofoam cup. Yeah, like gas station coffee. Yeah. yeah. And he okay. complains that they don't fill it up to the rim enough. Oh, God, yes. Coffee. Yeah, totally. Right? So, yeah, definitely coffee. Daniel Stern's a little bit tougher. For some reason, I think, like, pine needles. And I don't know why. <laughs> you know what, though? I could see it, and I think I know why. Like, I could see him being the type of guy that would buy one of those uh, tree-shaped air fresheners. Yeah. And rubbing it all over his jacket. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I get it. I totally get yeah. it. That's so I think between I think that that's personally <laughs> so the funny thing is my first one that I will say to you afterwards is yeah. also home alone. Okay. All right. <laughs> that's fine. So we're, we're on the same mindset, but that's yeah. Darts, both of them. Yeah. Coffee, yeah, four pesci's and stern pine needles. Okay. That's not bad. I like it. I yeah. and obviously I should should remind everyone too. There's no wrong answers here. As long as you can make a valid argument, I think anything goes. I agree. <laughs> so it's the story. Like you're creating a backstory for these characters. Exactly. Like, it's like what you perceive them to be like. And that's kind of hilarious. Totally. Exactly. Yeah. As long as you can make some type of valid di- like discussion for it, then have yeah. at it. Yeah. So, all 100%. right. So I think you made some very valid points. Thank you. Let's, let's hear one for me. So, mine, too, is also from Home Alone. Okay. He is Kevin McAllister's dad, Peter Ah, okay. What does he smell like? Well, I'm going to start off by saying he's obviously fairly well off to be able to afford, A, that house. Yes. And, B, to be able to afford everyone. Uh, to fly everyone away on vacation absolutely so a gentleman with that type of income is probably able to afford to get himself something at least fairly reasonable yep in terms of you know some type of cologne okay but i don't think he would be super showy about it right so because of that he's probably not going to you know go overboard on it so I'm thinking he's going to stick to something old school because it's what his dad used to use. You know what I mean? I know what you mean, yeah. So he's going to stick with something like Old Spice. Yeah, I can see that. Classic, yeah. understated. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> because that's what dad used and it's good enough for him. He's got more... <laughs> the, the, the conviction in both of our voices as we explain it... Oh, totally. It's incredible. Go he's on. got more important stuff to spend money on. Like, what yes. he's saving on that, he can spend <laughs> on his family. Yes. Right? On top of that, I'm pretty sure he's going to have, like, some of the typical, I mean, this is going to sound so horrible. There's some typical office smells. 
Yes. You know what I mean? I know so he's exactly go- what you mean. So he's going to have that, like, like the pile of paper yes. and, like, white out because given the time, right? Yeah. Like, it's not like current day where everything's on, like, computers and blah, blah, right. blah. So he's going to have white out. He's going to have stacks of papers. Yep. There's going to be, like, file cabinets and all that other stuff. So there's a certain aroma that comes with that. And if you don't believe me, go to your local library. Uh, yep. <laughs> there's a certain... There's a certain aroma that comes with that. And at the yep. same time, I think the last smell. Hmm. I'm going to go with leather. I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, I'm going to go with leather. Combination of the shoes. And he strikes me as the type that would have like leather patches on like the elbows of a jacket or something. I think it's like new leather couch smell. Yeah. New bar with leather interior smell. Yep. I'd be comfortable with any of those. Yeah. But yeah, though, that's what strikes me for that character. Outside of smells, I also think he has a cocaine problem. <laughs> like, <laughs> the chief, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. Twice this episode, we've mentioned Schneef. Yeah. Wow. He just seems like the type of guy that if he's like, like he worked his way to the top and oh, like God, he yeah. had to play hard. Like, I bet you he's in finance and like he would like at 459 get like, a little bump off of his fingernail or something like that before he went to the bar with his buds and like yep. I don't know just <laughs> I agree that's totally agree <laughs> the Peter McAllister okay. backstory <laughs> yeah right we're working this <laughs> yes all right my next one is going to be a little bit more uh, existential for you okay everyone knows this character okay I can't say that everyone likes this character right. Your next trouble that I'm about to present to you is to describe the smell of the elf on the shelf. Well, (laughs) I have an elf on the shelf in my house. So you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about. Um... The end of, like... They end up smelling like a lot of different things, I find, because you put them in all of these different places around your house. So, like, you put it on the Christmas tree, it's going to start to smell like pine needles. You put it around like a like a coffee, it smells like coffee or chocolate, or you get shit on it because you're, like, doing, like, they end up just smelling kind of like garbage at the end of the day, just because, like, they've gone through so much. And like, <laughs> <laughs> so, so far, we've gone through pine, chocolate. <laughs> Shit, garbage. <laughs> well, you think they're really only out in natural air and daylight for th- like twenty-five days a year. Yeah, the rest of the time they're hiding in something that's like dark, maybe damp. Like they just they, they kind of become creatures of where they live, and I don't know. Like I don't have like a positive fun smell of like. They throw like candy canes and roses. And it doesn't have that. to be positive. Let's no. just be honest. That's the thing. This is, this is the life of our elf on the shelf literally lives in a drawer. Yeah. From December 26th until November 30th. So you're going to get that smell coming out of there. And then you're moving it all around the house and putting it in all these compromising positions and all that sort of shit. They take on the smells of what is around. and you don't wash them or anything like that. And uh, yeah, I don't know. They just, 
they don't stink like garbage. I shouldn't say garbage. That was an exaggeration. They just become like kind of just damp, not damp, just dusty or like musty. Musty. Okay. Musty's a good one. Yeah. And given the comment that you made about the stuck in a drawer for like pretty much 11 months of the year. Yeah. I get that. I totally get that. And imagine depending on what drawer you're putting it in. I don't want to know anything about your drawers. No, I'm just, uh, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying if someone were to put an elf on the shelf in a drawer, think of the different types of drawers that you have in your house or in, in your room. Totally. I get and it. And it's going to take in that. So gen- overall, just generally musty. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's fair. Yeah. Okay. I'll, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, definitely. Okay. That, that leads to your next one. Yes. So mine is also an extremely well-known character. Okay. Um, from a very famous Christmas movie. He, 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 he almost becomes like a pseudo star in this movie. He is Uncle Eddie from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Okay. Uncle Eddie. Very well-known character. Right away, you know that guy smells like stale beer. hundred percent. hundred percent. I also um, think B.O. Well. I think B.O. I, I think there's going to be an underlying B.O. odor, but I think mm-hmm. that's going to be overridden by him and an overwhelming odor of him pumping out all the sewage. <laughs> And that's good. Yeah, that's going to cover up the majority of the BO odor. It's going to override that. Um, And I think instead of showering, he's the type of guy that probably still has like a supply of really bad colognes from the 70s. And he's going to try and cover that up, that shitter smell without those. So he's going to have like high karate. And he's going to try fucking Stenson. Yeah. Something like that. And he's going to yeah. mask that with some really bad clones from the 70s. So those are my three for him. Ooh. So that, that's what I'm going to stick with. Those are some aggressive smells. Like very but you think of that personality. That's totally him. 100%. Right? And there's no self-awareness to it either. No. 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 Like, it's gone. Yeah. Completely gone. Oh, totally. Um, my next one might be more appropriate for the previous discussion we were having in the first half of the show. Yeah. It might be considered a bit more disturbing, Ooh, okay. but it is Christmas themed. So I want you to keep that in mind, please. Sure. Okay. If you are a fan of Christmas songs, then you will know this character. I would like you to describe the smell of grandma. After she got ran over by the reindeer. (laughs) (laughs) The look on your face right now. The glasses have come off. You're thinking about it. Yeah, this is a tough one. I I know. That's why I gave it to you. Where did she get run over? Because she couldn't hear. Walking home from my house Christmas Eve. Right. Okay. But what's around there? Is it like a subdivision? Is it a country road? Is it 
for sake of discussion, let's say it's your community. My community. Oh, yes. boy. Well, it's definitely going to smell like cow shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> 100%. All right. Um, there will be a strong manure smell. Okay. Um, because maybe she landed in a pile of manure, which just happens to sometimes just be anywhere some around our neighborhood sometimes. Just All right. Happens. Cow gets out um, and just, yeah. Definitely manure. Um, it's not a smell. But she would get those burly things in her. Like, you know those burly plants that kind of get stuck to your socks? Okay, like yeah. Stuck yep. to your shoes? Totally. She's going to have a bunch of that shit on her, too. Like, if she's getting run over, she's on the ground and rolling around, she's, gonna, she's definitely going to inherit that. Um, we also have a lot of dogs in our community. Oh, okay. A lot of walks. So Definitely going to be a dog piss type she probably rolled in a, a marking of a territory of some sort where unfortunately she's going to smell like a toddler. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I also would have accepted uh, probably like a little bit of residual, like of grandma's favorite perfume because she probably went a little bit heavy on it. Yep. You know, something floral. Yeah. Yeah, that like, you can't buy anymore because they oh. they stopped making it in the eighties, so she stopped yeah. up on it. Yeah, or so maybe some like well. some like hairspray. Yeah, you know whatever. Yeah, but it's, I think you made some very good calls there. Maybe a little liquor on the breath, or maybe a little maybe. Bailey's. Maybe, maybe. but a only a little bit because you know she doesn't like to partake too much. Just a just a pinch. Yeah, exactly. A, pinch, a, thimble. a thimble. Yeah, exactly. Marnier, maybe. Yeah. Way. that's what i think grandma smells like that's not bad i i like your reasoning with it especially because you were able to tie it into your community yeah so again hard to argue yeah yeah all right it, it doesn't smell like shit around my house all the time i, I should say that, i love the I, fact that you have to clarify this now i do live in a farming community so there are smells that come from living in a farming community I totally get it totally get it um did you have one more? Did you want to? Okay. And it's a very wholesome one. Okay. Because I, I feel one, like I need to make it up for you with an easier one after this. Okay. I think this one, um, this one's a very wholesome one. She is one of Canada's most famous and well-known singers. Okay. Specifically through the 70s and the 80s. She is over your left shoulder. Oh, I already know where you're going with this. Yeah. The Canadian songbird, Anne Murray. Auntie Anne. Auntie Anne. Oh, all right. I want to say Anne Murray probably. Oof. I'm going to go with, I don't know why, but I want to say peppermint tea. I can see that. I like, I want to like, you know. For some reason, I just find it, maybe it's because I find that pretty soothing, almost like her voice. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, yep. I'm not a huge tea drinker, but one of the few flavors I do enjoy is peppermint tea. So yep. I could, you know, I could totally get in on that. Mm -hmm. um, in the same vein, because I do find it, like, so enjoyable, the scent of, like, a fresh-made bread type thing. Ooh, yes. Right? Yeah. Totally. Yep, 100%. So I got to go with that as well. Um, the third one I'm kind of struggling with. I'm trying to think of what else I could go with. At the same time, 
I almost want to say like fresh cut grass because I know I say that only because I know she loves to golf. Yes, she does. So for some reason that like that idea of like fresh cut grass comes to mind. I would, I 100% agree. That's a great call on that one. So those are the three that come to mind for me. And I love, I don't know why, but it's kind of weird that the first two tie into like what my think of her and like, yeah. like how her voice makes me feel. But the last one's all about her. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. Yeah, exactly. That was weird how that worked out. Um, my last one, it's, it's a little bit more wholesome. Um, and this is a bonus one because I feel I need to make it up for you with that twisted grandma one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's an animated character. Everyone's familiar with this character um, from an all-time classic Christmas show. It's an oldie but a goodie yep. uh, from Rudolph the Red-Nosed yep. Reindeer, Yukon Cornelius. Mm. 100% bourbon. 100%. Totally. Yeah. Just smells like a bar. Yeah, but so, just to stay warm. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I'm so, with you on that one. Definitely bourbon. Um, I'm also going to say, I think of like campfire smells. Again, yeah, it totally makes sense. Fires to, to like out in the, uh, the Midwest. And like, I feel like there's a campfire or like that burning smell to yeah. him a bit. Um, hmm. Hmm. I don't. I can't think of anything else. Bourbon, one hundred percent. Like, pretty sure he's a drunk. <laughs> <laughs> I just have this inkling that he's a drunk. I can picture him at a bar. I love the fact that I'm pretty sure Yukon Cornelius is an alcoholic. Yeah, pretty sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we'll call the game there. I actually really enjoy this game. This is that stupid was fun. That a lot of fun, man. This is I stupid fun. And I have a sneaking suspicion we might have to bring this one back. And if we're going to do that, we might have to come up with an intro for this one, too. Um, this is but, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, just think about the different categories we can do with this, too. Oh, it's going to get stupid. I will tell you, I have a list of a few other characters that I didn't do this episode for you. Yeah. Um, do you want to rattle off the ones that you didn't do real quick? Yeah, I only had two other ones okay. on my list. Um, John Candy and Uncle Buck. Okay, that would have been a good one, yeah. And Tim Allen as Santa Claus. I had Tim Allen. <laughs> yeah, I had Tim Allen. I had the guys that performed as the chipmunks doing, you know, the hula hoop song. Yep. And the last one I had, if you're familiar with the song Fairy Tale of New York. I'm sure I've heard it. Yep. The lead singer of the Pogues, Shane McGowan. Okay. Yeah. That would have been an interesting one. Yep. Absolutely. <laughs> with that, this is episode 11 of podcast coming to a close i will let you guys know this is going to be the last one probably of 2020 yeah i never thought of that because realistically the 24th is the next thursday that's christmas yeah. eve we're not going to record on christmas eve yep. the next one after that is the 31st that's is, new year's eve like yeah. hell we're going to record on new year's eve 
absolutely not. Exactly. So <laughs> this is the last episode of 2020. So make sure wow. you take care of yourself at Christmas. Take care of yourself at New Year's. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Look after your loved ones. Make sure you stay in touch. And if you want to take part in those virtual hangouts that we're doing, drop us a line at podcast. Make sure you check us out on all of our social media. The email is bods at bodcast.com. Mike, anything you want to say to the people before we go? Just, uh, the, I think the biggest thing, and it could probably span across multiple, multiple categories, is just be responsible. I think that's well said. That applies yep. to multiple points in life. Yep. Just be responsible. That's it. That's Happy it. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. All that fun shit. Exactly. We're wishing everyone the best and stay safe out there. We will talk to you guys again back on January 7th. That'll be our first episode of 2021. And wow. we hope to see you on the virtual hangouts. Drop us a line. Mm -hmm. See you later. Cool.